poets and intellectuals of this time, the innovative minds, the intelligentsia, those that are breaking down the barriers and choosing a bohemian existence, escaping from dreary suburban ideals and materialistic death traps. Where are these engaging people? The risk takers, the revolutionaries, those living apart from this big unrest, those escaping the sterility of corporate junkies who get high on materialistic consumption. Welcome to the Bohemian Beat. We will journey beyond the horizon and find the artists living on the edge, going down into the murky waters of their very existence, where these brave souls have re-emerged with art that is challenging, original and brutal. You have tuned in to The Bohemian Beat. I'm Riddy, joining you for the next hour with poetry and music. In today's show, we will be journeying with some Sufi mystic poets. Sufism is a mystic tradition within Islam that encompasses a diverse range of beliefs and practices dedicated to divine love and the cultivation of the heart. Let's seize in with a track from an album called Sufi Joy. Ishqa ki siyahi 
Pandit with Allahu from an album called Sufi Joy. Starting with the Sufi poet Rumi, who is considered one of the greatest mystic poets of all time. Rumi was born in the 13th century in the year 1207. He was born in the town of Bork in Afghanistan and finally settled in the town of Konya, which is now in Turkey. This was a period of remarkable social and political turbulence. The 13th century was the era of the Crusades and the area where Rumi lived was under constant threat of a Mongol invasion. The great upheavals Rumi faced during his life is said to have influenced much of his poetry. Rumi was exposed to Sufism from an early age through his father, a renowned Sufi scholar. They were both firm believers in the revelations of the Quran, but criticised the mere outwardly legal and ritual practice that was being promoted at the time. In fact, much of Rumi's work is dedicated to waking people up and encouraging them to experience life themselves, rather than blindly following the scholars of the day. The following poem, Seeker, by Rumi, is performed by Amir Pace, poet and musician, especially recorded for the Bohemian Beat at SAE Studios in Byron Bay. Seeker, when you feel your soul contracting, know it is for your own good. Allow not your heart to burn with grief. In times of expansion you spend and this expenditure requires an income of painful soul-searching. If it was always summer, the roots would burn and the gardens would never become green. Winter seems bitter, but it is also kind. When contraction comes, my friend, behold the expansion within. Be cheerful, do not complain. The eyes of a child are fixed on the wants of now, while the eyes of the wise see to the end. When you close your mouth, another one will open, seeking nourishment in the mysteries of spirit. The sugar of sensual joy is the fruit of the garden of sorrow. This joy is the wound, the sorrow is the plaster. 
Learn to embrace sorrow. Look straight at its face, and joy will reappear. Joy will reappear. Joy will reappear. All action sways between contraction and expansion, both as important as the opening and closing of the wings of a bird in flight. All action sways between contraction and expansion, both as important as the opening and closing of the wings of a bird in flight. The wings of a bird in flight. A bird in flight. बिना मिलता ना कुछ भी यहाँ चाहे बंदा ये करे जितनी भी मनमानिया मिट्टी का ये जिसम मिट्टी में ही मिले चाहे बंदा ये करे जितनी भी मनमानिया उसके दर पे जो सर झुकाएगा फिर ये खेल समझ आएगा बुल्ले अमन जा बुल्ले अमन जा बुल्ले अमन जा Joy, Bule Amanja by Nakash Aziz. And before that, Amir Pace performing a poem by Rumi called Seeker. 
Rumi is one of the principal poets in Islamic culture and history. His poetry is well known throughout the world and he is a best-selling poet in America. Sufism originated in early Islamic times during the AD 600s. Early Sufis in what are now Iran and Iraq believed that the essence of Sufism lay partly in the ideal qualities of the Prophet Muhammad, the founder of Islam. Many early Sufis come from craft worker backgrounds. They criticize the worldly excesses of the caliphs, rulers of the Islamic empire from the 600s to the 1200s. Two of the most famous Sufis of this period were from Persia, now Iran. El Halash, who became controversial for publicly announcing he was united with God and executed for his ideas in 922 AD and Rabia Basrei, who lived between 1717 and 801, was a woman who declared that love of God was the highest form of worship. The following piece includes a translation of her poem, Her Dua. Hazrat Rabia Basri ki dua hai. Hazrat Rabia Basri, jo dunya mein sabse pehli sufi thi. Unki dua hai. उसका तर्जुमा ए मेरे मालिक ए मेरे खुदा अगर मैं दोजख के डर से तेरी इबादत करती हूं तो तू मुझे दोजख में फेंक दे और अगर मैं जन्नत की खातिर तेरी इबादत करती हूं तो तू मुझे जन्नत से महरूम कर दे लेकिन ए मेरे मालिक ए मेरे खुदा अगर मैं सिर्फ तेरी सिर्फ तेरी ही खातिर तेरी इबादत करूं और तेरी मोहब्बत के लिए तेरी इबादत करूं तो तू मुझे अपने दीदार से महरूम न कर या अल्लाह या मालिक माई क्रिएटर द क्रिएटर ऑफ द यूनिवर्स दिस इज वट हजरत राबिया बसरी द फर्स्ट वुमन सूफी ऑफ द वर्ल्ड Hazrat Rabia Basri Her dua and this is a translation of her dua Oh my creator If I worship you because of the fear of hell don't grant me paradise And if I worship you in the greed and the longing and the hope of paradise even then don't give me a place in paradise but if i love you and if i pray to you and if i meditate to you just for your love the unconditional love then not just paradise but then grant me the noor and the tajalli the beauty the hue the aura of you and your presence yourself mere khudaya is duniya ka jo kuch bhi hissa likha hai naseebon mein तूने मेरे 
मेरे खुदाया इस दुनिया का जो कुछ भी हिसार लिखा है नसीबों में तूने मेरे उसे बख्श दे दुश्मनों को तू अपने और जो कुछ भी देना तू चाहे मुझे आखिरत में अता कर उसे तू हबीबों को अपने जहाँ तक है मेरा अपना तालुक मेरे लिए तो तू ही काफी है मेरे खुदाया करती हूँ गर मैं बातरी जन्नत के सर सब्स बागों की खातिर तो कर दे यकीनन मुझे जन्नत के और उसके फाटक करती हूँ गर मैं परसती दो के डर से मुझे फेंक दे फिर तू आतिश में उसकी मेरे
करम कर You are listening to the Bohemian Beat broadcasting nationally since 2007 across a community radio network. We just heard both Deep Jaipur Valley and Zila Khan with the track Hazrat Rabia Basri, her dwaya, from a poem by the celebrated Sufi poet Rabia Basri. The great mystic poet of Iran, Attar, praises Rabia Basri, Anne's paralleled status as a female Sufi saint, emphatically in the Conference of the Birds. He writes, "No, she wasn't a single woman, but a hundred men over, robed in the quintessence of pain, from foot to face immersed in the truth, effaced in the radiance of God, and liberated from all superfluous excess." Attar left an everlasting influence on Persian poetry and Sufism. He lived between 1145 and 1221. The Conference of the Birds, also known as Speech of the Birds, is a celebrated masterpiece of Persian literature, where Attar described the seven stages of spirituality, starting with stage one, Valley of the Quest. Where the wayfarer begins by casting aside all dogma, belief, and unbelief. As soon as you set foot in the first valley, that of the search, thousands of difficulties will assail you unceasingly at every stage. Every moment, you will have to go through a hundred tests. The parrot of the sky. Is only a fly in that place. You will have to remain for several years in the valley and advance with great patience and perseverance. You will have to perform arduous tasks to purify your nature. You will have to give up your riches and renounce all that you have. When you have attained the certitude that you no longer possess anything, you will still have to detach your heart from all that exists. When your heart is thus rescued from perdition, you will witness the serene light of His divine. Majesty, and when it dawns upon your spirit, your spiritual desires will be multiplied a thousandfold. On the path of the spiritual traveller, there ought to be such a fire of desires that countless new veils will then appear, each one more difficult to cross than the rest. Drawn by the ardour of love, the enthusiastic pilgrim will plunge into these valleys like a madman, precipitating himself like a moth into the midst of a flame. Impelled by his zeal, he will give himself up to the quest symbolized by this valley. He will ask the eternal cupbearer to give him a draught of the wine. After he has taken a few drops of the wine, he will forget both the worlds. Straight will he be submerged in the ocean of immensity. His lips will, nevertheless, be dry with the desire of the quest, and of no one else but his own heart can he demand the secret of eternal beauty. Longing to know this mystery, he will not be afraid of the dragons that threaten to devour him. If at any moment faith and infidelity should be held out to him for a choice, he will seize with alacrity either the one or the other, provided it would show him the path leading for his longed-for goal. But once the gate is opened, what is faith and what is infidelity to him? On the other side of the gate, there is neither the one nor the other.
Ensemble with Les Guy. And before that, Charles Glasspole reading The Valley of the Quest by Attar from his epic poem, The Conference of the Birds. Attar was one of the most ancient Sufi poets of Persia, inspired Rumi and many other mystic poets of the Persian Empire. Rumi has mentioned Attar with the highest esteem several times in his poetry. He said, I quote, Attar roamed the seven cities of love. We are still just in one alley. However, the most important turning point in Rumi's life was when, at 37 years of age, he met the wandering dervish Shamsi Tabriz, the inspiration Rumi had been waiting for. As a Sufi, Shams affirmed divine love in every dimension of being and transcended religious dogma in a mystical attentiveness to matters of the heart. Rumi saw in Shams a divine presence. This meeting and their close mystical relationship was instrumental in awakening Rumi's latent spirituality and intense devotion. It was at this point Rumi abandoned his academic career and began to write his mystical poetry. This next poem by Rumi is called Looking for Your Face and is read by Jared Harris. From the beginning of my life, I have been looking for your face. But today, I have seen it. Today I've seen the charm, the beauty, the unfathomable grace of the face that I was looking for. Today I have found you, and those who laughed and scorned me yesterday are sorry that they were not looking as I did. I am bewildered by the magnificence of your beauty and wish to see you with a hundred eyes. My heart has burned with passion and has searched forever for this wondrous beauty that I now behold. I am ashamed to call this love human and afraid of God to call it divine. Your fragrant breath like the morning breeze, has come to the stillness of the garden. You have breathed new life into me. I have become your sunshine and also your shadow. My soul is screaming in ecstasy. Every fiber of my being is in love with you. Your effulgence has lit a fire in my heart and you have made radiant for me the earth and sky. My arrow of love has arrived at the target. I am in the house of mercy, and my heart is a place of prayer. Ooh, 
गिरता हुआ वो आसमां से आकर गिरा जमीन पर ख्वाबों में फिर भी बादल ही थे वो कहता रहा मगर के अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे अल्लाह के बंदे अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे जो भी हो कल फिर आएगा अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे अल्लाह के बंदे अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे जो भी हो कल फिर आएगा टूटा टूटा एक परिंदा ऐसे टूटा कि फिर जुड़ ना पाया हो लूटा लूटा किसने उसको ऐसे लूटा कि फिर उड़ ना पाया गिरता हुआ वो आसमां से आकर गिरा जमीन पर ख्वाबों में फिर भी बादल ही थे वो कहता रहा मगर के अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे अल्लाह के बंदे अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे जो भी हो कल फिर आएगा अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे अल्लाह के बंदे अल्लाह के बंदे हंस दे जो भी हो कल फिर आएगा
This is the Bohemian Beat and we just heard Aleke Banda by Kailash Kerr and before that a track called Looking For Your Face from a concept album by Deepak Chopra dedicated to the Sufi poet Rumi. Rumi has inspired many poets, including Sir Muhammad Iqbal, who was recognised as the National Poet of Pakistan. He lived between 1877 and 1938. The poetry of Rumi bore a deep influence on Iqbal's mind, and deeply grounded in religion since his childhood, Iqbal embraced Rumi as his guide, featuring him in that role in many of his poems. This next poem by Iqbal is called The Knight and the Poet. The Knight. Why do you roam around in my moonlight, so worried, silent as a flower, drifting like perfume? Perhaps you are a jeweler, dealing in the pearls that are called stars, or are a fish that swims in my river of light, or a star that has fallen from my brow, and, having forsaken the heights, now resides in the depths below. The strings of a violin of life are still. My mirror reflects life as it sleeps. The eye of the vortex, too, is sleeping in the depths of the river. The restless wave hugs the shore and is still. The earth, so busy and bustling, slumbers as though no one lived on it. But the poet's heart is never at peace. How did you elude my spell? The poet. I saw pearls in the soil of your moon. Hiding from men, I wept like dawn. I am reluctant to come out in the busy day, and my tears flow in the solitude of night. The cry pent up inside me, whom should I get to hear it? And to whom can I show my burning desire? Lying on my chest, the lightning of Sinai sobs. Where is the seeing eye? Has it gone to sleep? My assembly hall is dead like the candles at a grave. Alas, night, I have a long way to go. The winds of the present age are not favorable to it. It does not feel the loss it has suffered, the message of love. When I can no longer keep it to myself, I come and tell it to your shining stars. Goodbye, goodbye, I'm sure. 
Abira Parveen, a Pakistani Sufi singer with the track Miri Bukal, from a compilation album, 40 Best Sufi Songs. And before that, the poem, The Night and the Poet by Muhammad Iqbal, read by Maxim. Sufi poet Rumi believed passionately in the use of music, poetry and dance as a path for reaching God. For Rumi, music helped devotees to focus their whole being on the divine and to do this so intensely that the soul was both destroyed and resurrected. This mystical journey of spiritual ascent through mind and love to the perfect one, the seeker symbolically turns towards the truth, grows through love, abandons the ego, finds the truth and arrives at the perfect. The seeker then returns from this spiritual journey with greater maturity to love and to be of surface to the whole of creation without discrimination with regards to beliefs, races, classes and nations. This following piece, Mysterious Stranger, by pioneering English-Australian musician and poet Jilly Smy, who lived between 1933 and 2016, was inspired by the poetry of Rumi. Behind the face
to the Bohemian Beat and today we have been Mirandering with some of the Sufi poets and inspirations. We just heard Jilly Smy with Mysterious Stranger from her 2001 album It's All a Dream. Well I hope you've enjoyed our mystical adventures into Sufism. The Bohemian Beat will be back next week. Same beat time, same Bohemian frequency and in the meanwhile check out the website thebohemianbeat.com for more information and podcasts. We will end with another piece by Amir Pace performing a poem by Rumi called Ask of God. Thank you for joining me on the Bohemian Beat. I'm ready. Ask of God the life of love. Don't ask for the animal soul. Ask of him that spiritual food. Don't ask for bread. Know that the world of created beings is like pure, clear water in which the attributes of the Almighty shine. Their knowledge, their justice, and their compassion are like a star of heaven reflecting in running water. Running water, running water. Kings are the theater for the manifestation of God's kingship. The wise are mirrors for God's wisdom, mirrors for God's wisdom. Generations have passed away. This is a new generation. The moon is the same moon, but the water is not the same water. The justice is the same justice, and the learning is the same learning. But those who came before have been supplanted. Generations upon generations have passed away, O Sovereign. But these divine attributes, these divine attributes, are permanent and everlasting, everlasting.